0: for taking the time out of your day to stop by, tune in, and walk away with information vital to your good health. You know today questions are coming up more than ever before and I don't know whether they're out of fear or whether they're out of general concern, but it seems like different groups of people that maybe up to this point were not really interested in their overall health or well-being or they felt that had plenty of time to start thinking about that, I think a lot of them have, you know, truly started looking at things a little bit differently. And I'm okay with that because it means that people are on point and they're asking and they're wanting to learn and they're, you know, maybe looking at things from a little bit of a different point of view. Every day here on the show, Monday through Friday, eight to nine in the morning, we talk about the relevant topics the things that people are asking about, the people the things are, they're wondering about and you know maybe some of the general confusion that's going on out there cuz let's just face it there's a lot more information at our fingertips today than we had years in the past and with all that information becomes it becomes a little bit harder to disseminate the good information from the bad information so having radio shows, getting newsletters, reading up-to-date periodicals, maybe even studying some of the the reports on PubMed, maybe asking people in the industry their points of view would be a good thing to do. I bring you the best guest in the industry, the the formulators, the educators, the the people that are knee-deep in this industry and always trying to better it, always trying to make it more effective uh, with better quality formulations. The people that have, you know, given their lives to this industry because of their passion. And then we're on the benefiting side because we get to benefit from all their hard work. I also send you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. To me, it makes the best sense in the world to have someone, a group of people, a store that you can rely on and be trusting with. Uh, because of their passion, because of their knowledge, because of their education, because of their information, and, you know, having a store that is well known for allowing people to come in and have conversations and dialogues and, you know, get their questions answered and learn and, you know, kind of get a better idea of what's going on in the industry, and to work with people that are so knowledgeable and so good at what they do, that is what Stay Healthy is all about. Stay Healthy is Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They are a fully packed, full-service store with the best of the best in every category. So you're not going to make a mistake. And with all that great guidance, you're going to have a much better chance of success. So when you think about Stay Healthy, think about them not only being in their fourth decade, but also being Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer with good reason. Quality, integrity, the best of the best products, the most knowledgeable staff, and incredible customer service. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive, in the Rancho Town & Country Center, on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. Matter of fact, if you're in the parking lot looking at Smith's, look over your right shoulder you'll see stay healthy health food store they're open monday through saturday 9 to 6 they're closed on sunday call them at 702-877-2494 and you can uh, schedule mail order services or get your order prepared for you so you could just swoop in and pick it up if you're having a busy week want to make sure that you're getting your stuff and they'll have it ready for you don't forget also, about their webpage, not only loaded with great information, but all of the radio show podcasts are there for on demand downloads when it's convenient for you. You can also print coupons to use in the store, and you can enter your email address to stay connected and get monthly newsletters. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, your one stop, full service location. You know, when we're all trying to do the same thing get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. Well, today we're going to be talking about immunity, and obviously it's a word that a lot of people are more familiar with now, probably more over the last year and a half, of course. Uh, We're going to be talking with Neil Levin today. Now, if you have not had the incredible pleasure of listening to Neil in the past, you've missed some really good shows. I'd recommend going on the podcast and going through them and listening to any show that Neil has been in my guest because the information is incredible, understandable. And very, very important information is always the good stuff that we get from Neil. Let me give you a little bit of his background. It's actually a quite extensive background. Neil is a nutrition education manager and a product formulator for the natural products manufacturer Now Foods. Neil is a board-certified clinical nutritionist who has a diplomat in Advanced Nutritional Laboratory Assessment. He is a professional member of the International and American Associations of Clinical Nutritionists, serves on the Scientific Council of the Clinical Nutrition Certification Board. Neil is a director, program chair, and the past president of the American Nutrition Association and serves on the Public Relations Committee of the American Herbal Products Association. Neil's comments and articles are published in magazines and newsletters. He contributes to scientific journals and has been featured in countless radio interviews and television news reports. He posts his articles on his blog, honestnutrition.com, and nowfoods.com. He tweets as Neil E. Levin, and on Facebook, make sure you look him up, Honest Nutrition. Help me welcome my guest. Good morning, sir.
1: Good morning. It's nice to be with you again.
0: How are you? How's everything in your world?
1: Oh, we're doing pretty well. We've got a a big nutrition conference in Chicago this week. I'm supposed to speak there on Wednesday, and you know, stuff keeps happening. There's another one in Texas uh, next week, so I'll be in Texas next week doing that too.
0: Well, welcome back to the road.
1: <laughs> yeah, the road comes to own us, huh?
0: Yeah, there's true, very true. I'm in Colorado this week, so. Um it's, it's quite interesting how the stores have, I don't know, I'm seeing changes in a lot of the stores. It seems like people are coming in, customer bases are coming in because they generally want to have a conversation. I also have people that are coming in that have been doing a lot of research over the last year and a half and have gotten much more knowledgeable. I mean, it's been a terrible thing, this terrible pandemic. Uh, but I think a lot of people have chosen to become more nutritionally aware, and I'm fine with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, even how you research ends up being kind of critical, because uh, I see a lot of information put out by companies who are selling products that are kind of misleading, misleading, misinforming to some extent, uh, spinning the benefits of their product. And and, uh, I'm kind of proud that Now Foods is very conservative in that regard. We don't uh, make claims as on the edge or uh, maybe putting down other products to sell our product, which some companies will do, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, because you know, we do work with and cooperate with a lot of our competitors. We work with them on trade organizations. We work with them on quality organizations. Uh, we actually own some health food stores in the Chicago area that's owned by the same family that owns Now Foods. And is the original company, in fact, uh, that uh, does not directly compete with other stores that carry our products. And uh, we, we sell competitors' products in, of course, health food stores. And we even own a distributor in Canada that sells competitors' products. So we're deeply involved in working with our competitors and trying to be fair and honest in how we our products and uh, we don't typically present other brands products we let them do that for themselves but you know we're looking for integrity and uh, following the golden rule is, is a really good business practice because you can't go wrong if you treat people the way you want to be treated yourself and treat other people with respect and that's really the main underpinning for a company like now, a a faith-based company, in fact, uh, owned by a family, where family values end up being a key part of the business rather than grubbing for every dollar we can get or or doing things that are maybe not unethical, but certainly not fair to other companies. Mm.
0: Well, you know, there, there is a camaraderie here, and I think the companies that have stayed in our business for the longest time are the ones that have learned how to work within parameters and to work more on a camaraderie basis. And companies that may not have done that may not be here because, you know, there's you know, like, like somebody always told me years ago, there's a big pie out there. There's plenty for everybody, you know, just stand on your own merits you know, and, and let everybody see what your company is, is offering and then let the consumer make up their mind. Yeah, I
1: mean, I'll even tell some companies that, you know, I, I personally buy one or, or some of their products because mm-hmm. our, our company, which has 1,400 products, doesn't make every type of product. Mm-hmm. Some of our products aren't uh, maybe vegetarian-friendly or a small enough pill for somebody or whatever the issue is where we have to go to a different brand to get something that I need or someone in my family needs. And, you know, th- that's the way it is. You know, we, we know who to trust. We know who's working with us on these quality initiatives and which brands are, have good integrity. And we don't disparage them. We treat them bec- with the respect they deserve. And, you know, we're all in this together. And if somebody gets a bad reputation, it kind of taints the whole industry and all the brands. So we want everyone to have good quality. We want everyone to cooperate and work on these initiatives to improve quality testing and oversight of our product.
0: Well, let me ask you a question. When when someone is starting to work on their immune system, they may already be somebody that's taking foundational nutrients like a good multiple, maybe some omega-3, maybe a probiotic, they're doing that. And I know there's a lot of things you can take to kind of amp up, maybe make your immune system be a little bit more effective. You know, I hate it when people say, I want to stimulate my immune system because I don't know if that's really what we're trying to do. I think we're trying to maybe cradle it and support it and give it what it needs to do its job effectively. What do you think about that?
1: Well, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, It is possible to overstimulate the immune system, And those are not necessarily comfortable things. Uh, uh, We get that in in joint health, we get that in general immunity, where an over aggressive immune response, which involves things like inflammation and oxidation as tools and weapons of the immune system and the demolition team in our bodies. Uh, These are potentially destructive capabilities that have to be managed and controlled. And nutrients are the tool to correct that. Are They're the safety equipment in our bodies. So we have to have the right nutrients or the immune system can actually become too aggressive. And you know, some of the things we've been reading about in newspapers of negative effects of uh, different things that are going on are the immune system trying too hard to manage something and not being regulated properly. And the regulation of the immune system is largely a health-based and nutrient-based system.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I think last year, when this all started a lot of people ran to the health food stores and and i will say that i'm very very proud of our frontline health food store workers that you know were out there every single day because i really do think and this is from my heart that if they would have closed the health food stores down we might have seen a different outcome because I think a lot of people were able to become stronger and healthier and maybe more aware because of the health food stores in this country, and I'll argue that to my last day.
1: Well, n- nutrition is a basic need. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's actually a human right to, get, to be uh, have access to good nutrition. And you know a lot of natural product stores sell food as well as basic nutrients. You mentioned multivitamins. A minute ago and to me a multivitamin is one of the basic factors in building uh, our immunity that it covers so many bases you get your fat soluble and water soluble nutrients maybe you don't get as much as you might want you know but getting 400 600 800 a thousand IU's of vitamin D is still worth something and still has some eff- benefit in human clinical trials even though mm-hmm. though we might not be in the thousands of international units where you're getting a stronger immune effect uh, because vitamin D is has been called uh, one of the basic needs of our immune system our our immune cells have vitamin D receptors the vitamin D attached to immune cells makes immune cells stronger and it's, it's one of the basic fundamental needs of the immune cells is to have these nutrients, including things like antioxidants, vitamins A, C, and E, selenium, zinc, copper, all have roles in producing antioxidant compounds in the body, which are protective against these oxidative forces that are coming both from external challenges as well as internal metabolism producing these things. And as I mentioned, the immune system uses oxidation and inflammation as tools and weapons to destroy or clean up debris or even attack organisms that it doesn't think belong there. That's, that, that's all part of how the immune system functions and how the body maintains its structures and cleans up things because there's going to be normal breakdown of tissues. There's going to be normal metabolites produced that have to be managed and controlled. And we need the nutrients to do that properly and safely, or else these things that are in our bodies can actually destroy other cells and tissues, which of course is undesirable. We wanna manage them. Just as a, we've all seen controlled demolitions where they bring down a building and try to implode it rather than it spreads out everywhere and contaminates everything. And the body's doing the same thing if it wants to destroy a damaged structure or attack some organism that it doesn't think belongs there. It, we need to manage that and control that in the same way using nutrients. So uh, I take a multivitamin every day and that's part of my regime. I take, you know, 15 or 20 other things with it, but that's, that's where I start. You know, I, I know there's not enough vitamin D for my needs in a multivitamin, so I take an extra vitamin D. I know there's not enough vitamin C, so I take an extra vitamin C. I take a bunch of different antioxidants and antioxidant-related compounds, uh, grape seed extract, pine bark extract, pycnogenol, hawthorn, leaf and flower extract, a lot of those kind of things along with my multivitamin, I take omega-3, I take uh, extra magnesium, I don't do calcium. because so there's a little calcium in, a lot in several of my products that I take, but I'm eating a vegetarian high dairy diet that has good calcium. So I don't feel I need to add a lot of calcium. I think magnesium tends to balance me more. Even for our water softener, I use magnesium chloride instead of sodium chloride which adds uh, the magnesium to the water supply and is I'm sorry I use potassium, not, not magnesium I, I misspoke. Potassium chloride, which is actually a better substance for plants because it, uh, my wife gardens and, and has house plants and everything and, and even for our intake, we don't need more sodium in there. We need more potassium. So I'm saying, spending four times as much for potassium fluoride for the water system to have a better product to drink and we need a water system to get the excess iron out of our water so you know everything we do has to be balanced with what the intakes are and the supplements are a way to balance things that might be not the correct ratios or balances in the diet in the intakes uh, including water that we get so you know everyone's got a different scenario everyone's got different things that are going on I, I usually will recommend a multivitamin to most people just as a base to cover any gaps in their nutrition we know our diets are not perfect we know the food supply is not perfect we know that even something like uh, a piece of produce sitting in a refrigerator for a month or two or six months is going to affect the nutritional value of it that many crops are harvested for their looks and stability rather than for their nutritional content. So, you know, we have to balance all these things, but, you know, the immune system needs nutrition. It also needs good sleep. It needs a a lack of stress. It needs probiotics in our gut where the GI tract is where about two thirds of our immunity occurs. And We need the probiotics and the immune cells there to function together.
0: Well, let me ask you a question. Last year, a lot of people kind of almost ran to the health food stores to start taking supplementation for immune systems. And I get it, people were scared. I was scared. This was something I've never seen before. And now we're getting to that time of the year when we're going into our quote unquote normal, if you will, flu and cold season. Um, there's some things that your company makes and I was wondering if you would talk about them and if people are not already using them would it be a good time for them to think about starting now you you have a C with zinc and I also want to talk with about D and K because those are things that people are looking for and they've heard about or they've been on the news or they're reading about it, or they heard about it from their friends um, and you make really great quality. So that's another good thing that people can rely on and feel safe with. Uh,
1: definitely. We have, uh, you know, certainly there's a number of different products that are used for immunity. One thing we came out this year was uh, a different version of our alibiotic product, which is a very popular product. Mm-hmm. Uh, alibiotic, the original, is an all herbal, all botanical formula. Uh, So what we came out with was one that had added vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc, along with the uh, garlic extract, which is rich in allicin, which is the fresh garlic component that is used as kind of an antiseptic by the plant, but has some interesting immune properties in humans. We've got an olive leaf extract, which uh, has been used for respiratory support. In, in regular doses, and higher doses, it actually is a good tonic for the heart. I've actually used it in the past to strengthen my heart, uh, taking olive leaf extract. And uh, vitamin D, of course, uh, we've a 1,000 IU per serving. A serving is one soft gel, and it's an enteric-coated soft gel. Uh, vitamin, we have vitamin C, 100 milligrams, which is, hundred eleven percent of the daily value or RDA uh, seven and a half milligrams of zinc and the suggested uses is one or two a day so if you did two a day you'd get 15 milligrams of zinc it's not a huge amount of zinc but if you start doing amounts of zinc above 80 milligrams a day you have to worry about do you get enough copper Are you getting a couple of milligrams of copper, which, of course, you will get something like that in a multivitamin. And if you're eating a lot of red meat, you might get copper. You know, it's in the food supply, but certain foods, more in animal foods than vegetarian foods. So, again, that's another reason for me to take a multi, being a vegetarian, not just the B12. but uh, And I'm not taking one with iron, which might be a possibility. A lot of vegetarians are not getting enough iron, especially if they're young and especially if they're female. But you know, getting the things I need uh, at my age, in my situation, uh, it also has oil of oregano. So the advantage of using a soft gel is that we're able to use actual oil of oregano, the uh, oregano essential oil, in this product. Uh, which, again, it has carvacrol and other components that are natural to that material. And putting it all together in a, uh, not a gigantic, a, a moderate-sized soft gel that's enteric-coated so you won't tend to burp it up, and it protects the uh, content, especially the garlic extract, the allicin component, from stomach acid and digestive juices that might degrade it. So you not only don't burp it up, but you protect the nutrients better. Uh, Our original alibiotic has been extremely popular. And adding these vitamins and minerals to it, the vitamin C, vitamin D3, and zinc, allows us to make this more of a complete immune formula where you're getting the components you need that would be in a multivitamin, but you know, you're not getting a huge dose here. You can add this to a multivitamin to boost what you're getting.
0: Now, can the albiotic be taken every day, or is it a seasonal product?
1: It can be taken daily, but I think most people are going to use this seasonally or when they feel they have some immune challenge or some immune deficit that they're trying to uh, maintain some kind of healthy level of immunity and they are they're, they're afraid they're not getting the right nutrients. Or maybe they're taking a multi and they think, uh, you know, 400 IU or 600 IU, 800 IU of vitamin D is not enough. Here's another 1,000. I'll take one or two of these a day and get a little more. Uh, I think that tends to be more the issue. People really feel a need for extra protection and extra Support for their immune system, and they want to take a formula like this.
0: Hmm. Um, what's the cutoff to, uh, age on using the albiotic? Is it is it all adults, or can we have some teenagers and some younger folks using it as well?
1: Well, our our label recommendation is for adult dosing, and the daily value is based on adult use. Uh, it, 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 it's quite possible children could take this. I mean, there's nothing, you know, olive leaf extract, garlic, oregano, uh, seed, vitamin D and zinc in levels relatively close to what you'll get in a multivitamin, even for teenagers. Uh, nothing unsafe. I, I think the issue with children tends to be more the dosing and the, and the daily value based on the recommended daily allowances. Uh, tends to be different for different age groups, so the labeling doesn't strictly apply to other age groups. And the other issue is that the risk of choking from taking a pill or a capsule uh, tends to decrease with age. So an adult has an easier time taking a tablet or capsule than a child, and the younger the child, the more the risk of choking. And in fact, when you're looking at poison control center data, which I do, uh, most of the instances involving dietary supplements reported to poison control centers ha- has to do with people choking on pills and typically multivitamins, because that's what most consumers, especially ones that don't shop in health food stores, you know, they're mostly taking multivitamins. So if they're taking a multi and they choke on it, that's a reason to report something that the poison control center gets a report from a a hospital or a clinic or a doctor that, you know, so I think the the vast majority of poison control reported cases regarding supplements are people taking a multivitamin that's too big for them and choking. And that's especially true for children.
0: Hmm. I see. Um, And albiotic with food or without food? Want to clarify that?
1: Well, there's some fat-soluble nutrients in there. So it at least needs to be with fat, if not food. We do suggest taking with food, but, but food is a shorthand for fat in this case. Because vitamin D is not going to absorb without adequate fat, and you need about a teaspoon of fat. So you could take it with a spoonful of fish oil, flax oil, coconut oil if you're taking those kind of supplements in in a liquid form or even in capsule form. But you know it takes about five grams to trigger the fat absorption mechanisms in our body, which is the bile from the gallbladder, assuming you have one, and the pancreatic enzymes, especially lipase, which is the one that helps you absorb fat. So you can take it without actual food as long as there's fat. But we say take it with food because that, you know, most food is going to contain fat if you're eating a meal, there's going to be some fat in the meal uh, that's naturally occurring even if there's nothing added.
0: Let me let me ask you a question. I'm sitting here and I'm pondering this in my own mind. You know, vitamin D has become so amazingly popular and you and I have spent you know, many shows talking about vitamin D. Why is it, or is it not just now, maybe it's been known for a while now, but people are now hearing about vitamin D with K. Does the K make it more absorbable? Is the K necessary? Will you get any benefit of the D without the K?
1: Well, you do get a benefit of the D without the K. However, there are some limitations there, and that's what's been discovered in more recent years. And specifically... The vitamin D helps you absorb calcium, it's true, but then the calcium's in the body and doesn't know where to go if it doesn't have adequate vitamin K, especially the variant form called vitamin K2, which helps it move from the bloodstream into cells and tissues. If you want to move it from, the, from circulation into the bones, for example... You need vitamin K, and specifically the vitamin K2 form. Now, K2 is a minor form in terms of dietary intake. It's estimated that 90% of the vitamin K that is consumed by people is in the form of vitamin K1. That's the one everyone tends to be familiar with. It's in the green leafy vegetables. It's the one that may interact with some of the blood-thinning or anticoagulant drugs because they're they're, they're things that block vitamin K metabolism to make clotting factors. That's specifically vitamin K1. Now, intestinal bacteria, if you have good probiotics, and certain fermented foods, uh, any kind of fermented food that contains vitamin K will tend to have vitamin K2, and that's the form that does not stay in the liver making clotting factors, it circulates to transport the calcium where it belongs. So I personally take 300 microgram, which is a pretty high amount of vitamin K2, two to three times a day, because I'm dealing with a calcium deposit issue in uh, in my foot right now, which is causing a problem. I I've increased that and it's what's funny is they have removed vitamin k2 from the daily value for vitamin K so if you're looking at a label the new labels that are all required by the end of this year by the FDA are now separating vitamin k2 from vitamin k1 and the vitamin k1 has a daily value uh, based on an RDA but the FDA has not determined a, a daily value or RDA type number for vitamin K2. So in the past, I've formulated products where it's you know 45 micrograms of vitamin K2 and 35 micrograms of vitamin K1, adding to 80 micrograms, which was the RDA and the daily value on label. But now with the new label requirement, The FDA has now pulled out the vitamin K2 and it's not included in the required vitamins, the uh, daily value vitamins on the label. So it's now in a separate part of the label and you can't put it right next to the other vitamin K. So K1 is going to be with all the essential vitamins in one part of the label. And then the other ingredients uh, or the secondary ingredients, that are not uh, don't have daily values are listed separately. So K1 and K2 have been separated from the labels, and they've been separated from the daily value itself, where it's not considered essential by the government, even though we need it to move calcium into our bones. So hmm. you know, I, I think the science and the regulation have diverged to, to some extent and it's gonna be confusing to consumers, some of this new labeling they're doing, ostensibly to make things more transparent to consumers. I think there's, there's some negatives in what they're doing.
0: Okay, um, let's talk vitamin C just for a second. Um, I wanted to ask you one more thing. Vitamin C has changed dramatically. I mean, years ago, I think, um, quite a few years ago, the only source we had was ascorbic acid. Vitamin Cs are a lot different today. Do you think that there should be a certain amount that people should try to absorb and and take every day? And should they listen to their body on what their body thinks they can handle? Is that the best way to decide?
1: Well, yes and no, because the amount of vitamins you can absorb is actually somewhat variable based on how much you regularly get. And uh, as one example, there's something called the vitamin C flush which is a way to calibrate how much vitamin C your body will absorb orally. And it's something that uh, some practitioners will use. It's something I was trained to do thirty, some 30 years ago. Uh, and with that, you have someone take like a, a gram or two of vitamin C every half hour, and you see what level makes them have a watery stool. I mean... You know they have to go to the bathroom from from doing this and they take that amount which they've done over a relatively short number of hours and you take about three quarters of that amount and take that amount spread out through the day and it's not going to cause the same effect you know you, you're kind of figuring out what level your body will absorb and you, uh, maybe every couple months you redo it because what what practitioners have found out is that you can ramp up the amount of vitamin C you could take. You know, if you if you keep checking it, you might find that the level you can absorb is keeps increasing because your body starts making the the other things that are made from vitamin C. Vitamin C can make collagen, for example, help me help you make collagen. It has a role in immunity. It you know it has a role in joint health. You know, it has a role in cardiovascular health and protecting the uh, arteries and the tissues. So when the body starts getting more vitamin C, it sometimes takes a while to ramp up production of the things that are associated with vitamin C, either directly using vitamin C or the cofactors that are allowed because you have more vitamin C. And so the need for vitamin C can actually... Be manipulated and increased where you can tolerate more. And after a certain point, maybe, you know, a year or two down the road, you've really done a good job and everything's repaired and your body's running great. And maybe all of a sudden that amount will start triggering this uh, flush again because you don't need so much anymore. So after a while, it tends to be. You know, you, you can ramp up the amount of vitamin C you take to a high level, several grams a day at least, and then it'll drop off and you don't need that much anymore. So that's, that's what we do in a clinical setting. Now, for the average person, the amount of vitamin C they can absorb orally depends on the amount of sodium because normal vitamin C absorption is a sodium transport, and it takes twice as much sodium as vitamin C. So when you start doing the math, it starts real fast. You take a gram of vitamin C, you need two grams of sodium to absorb it. You take two grams of vitamin C, you need four grams of sodium. All of a sudden, there's not enough sodium circulating to really help you absorb, and then it tends to pass through you. And that's still not such a bad thing. Vitamin C can absorb passively through the entire digestive tract, even the large intestine. Uh, but and some of the cells there can actually use it. But, you know, certainly you don't want a loose, watery stool uh, more than you have to to calibrate something like that, or most people don't want it at all, obviously. Uh, but knowing that the, that the sodium is the key factor, you know, people ask which form of vitamin C is the best to take, and I'll say sodium ascorbate. Now, sodium ascorbate, you take a gram of it, of vitamin C you're maybe getting 90 milligrams of sodium it's not a huge amount of sodium but it helps you absorb you know a, a relatively small amount of vitamin C maybe 50 milligrams of vitamin C helps you absorb so you know but it's still non acidic it's gentle it has the other benefits some people like calcium ascorbate which is more popular because people don't want to get the sodium uh, I don't see there's a big need for that. Uh, I think you know, I take plain ascorbic acid, 1,000 milligrams, twice a day in tablets just to get uh, extra vitamin C in my system. And I, I take almost everything with meals, which uh, you, you, typically most things are fine to take with a meal. Even some of the amino acids are okay that way.
0: You know, a lot of people that are starting to get a little bit more into nutrition are coming from the old mentality of taking just a multiple vitamin every day. Do you recommend that as they start to add individual nutrients, they should take them all at the same time, or is it best to spread them out for maximum benefit?
1: Well, if I'm taking a multivitamin that has vitamin D, plus I'm taking an extra vitamin D mm-hmm. every day, I take I, I do split them at different meals. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's sometimes limits on how much you could absorb of something at one time. You know, I'll take uh, vitamin C twice a day with meals. Uh, but, you know, in general, like I'm taking uh, grapeseed extract in the evening. I'll take the pine bark extract in the morning with my meal. It's, you know, so I, I am splitting things that are similar in what they do. You know, if they're both... Uh, have free radical fighting or antioxidant type properties if they both have a a similar effect. I take an extra vitamin E complex, so my multis in the morning, the vitamin E complex is in the evening, and they both have vitamin E in there. So I do try to separate them to some extent like that.
0: Mm -hmm. Any foods that, and I know this is kind of just on topic but not on topic, you know, because we talked about the albiotic, we talked about zinc and D and K and C, and I'm thinking to myself, are there any foods that you could add in to a immune base kind of enhancement program that would actually help your immune system as well? I mean, would it be kind of like Mediterranean diet foods? That,
1: that's the first thing that popped in my head because it's got a lot of <laughs> research is, the Mediterranean diet is a plant-based diet. It's not vegetarian, but it's a plant-based diet, and at least, probably at least 80% of the diet is plant-based, and that's a key factor. The, the more meats and processed foods you eat, the less likely you are to have adequate fiber, uh, these phytochemicals, these plant-based compounds, which include antioxidants and other free radical fighters they include carotenoids and you know which is beta carotene and these pigments that are naturally in plants have very protective roles in the body Uh, there's so much going on with a whole food based plant based diet uh, that you really can't say too much about it being a healthy diet and Helping balance uh, the system, giving you the nutrients you need, giving you the cofactors you need. Uh, you know, people who like you know, say a meat potatoes diet or something are missing a lot if they're not getting all these fruits and vegetables and other things, other cofactors. You know, there are some healthy meats. That the fish tend to be some of the healthiest. Uh, free range you know, poultry and things like that. Uh, Red meat, you know, really for most people should be minimized, and especially if you have health issues, uh, processed sugars and fats and things like that should be minimized as well for uh, anyone with any kind of health challenges. Uh, They'll typically do better if they can get a a plant-based diet. And, no, not based on super processed foods, you know, really wholesome foods.
0: Okay, now this just came in. It says, I take almost everything that you have been recommending, and I've been on them for probably about the last year and a half. Do I need to take a break, or can I just stay on these, seeing as none of them are, I don't think, a stimulant. They're just all nutritional foundation uh, ingredients.
1: No, I mean, it's not a bad idea to fast on, on things occasionally, you know, food as well as supplements. Uh, you know, I, I fasted earlier this month for a day, and I didn't take my supplements during that day. You know, and, and certainly if you're going to have any kind of uh, operation or medical procedure, they want you to be off your supplements for a week or two just in case they have any effects on clotting, anesthesia, those kind of things. So uh, in general, you know, these, these are nutrients. Uh, I mean, you're not going to say I'm not going to eat protein today. You're not going to say my body doesn't need any energy today. So, you know, it might be possible that, you know, you can skip some days on certain things if you're taking them just to support potential dietary gaps where maybe not everything you're eating has what it should. And, uh, when I when I look at studies showing food composition we often find that the actual measurement of foods and what's in the foods compared to the labeling is quite different and uh, even things like almonds, the almond board has pointed out that uh, something like a 25 or 30 percent difference in the actual fat content of almonds compared to what you have to put on the label so you know, we know that food labels are somewhat inaccurate and we know that uh, foods that have been sitting around or more processed unless they have fortified with vitamins or minerals tend to have less of the nutrients that they should so I, I think it's a good idea I mean I'm not gonna skip taking my multivitamin or any of my normal vitamins most days if I'm feeling you know I have a stomach upset or something going on, I'll skip it, you know. I mean, why add more to something that, where there's a problem? But, you know, once, once that regulates itself or I take the right supplements to help correct it even, I'll go back to taking the normal things every day. And occasionally, you know, I'll, I'll skip a day or skip a meal. You know, I don't feel that bad about it. You know, it's something that happens, but because I'm not taking it like a, a medication where I have to take it once a day, twice a day without fail, you know, these are supplements. These are fortification of our diet.
0: Okay. Anything that you want to say um, that we haven't touched on today as far as the immune system? Um, maybe some some ideas and maybe we may not have wrapped our mind around yet.
1: Well, stress is a factor you know people who obsess over uh, any kind of issue and get stressed about it are actually lowering their potential for immune response you know it, it's good to relax it's good to laugh it's good to have a good attitude a positive attitude and they do affect the immune system they do affect the ability to repair the body that there's a mind-body connection that that does have a, a way to make things better if you simply ha- put on a happy face and have a positive attitude. And sometimes you have to use some tools to do that. Sometimes you could do that with sheer willpower. You know, it depends on you and your situation and what's going on. But, you know, nutrients can help. And, you know, there are people take, B vitamins and vitamin C have been traditionally been called stress formulas, and those are in a multivitamin. So a multivitamin is, by the same token, a stress formula, an anti-stress formula. And, you know, there's a no, number of herbs and things, starting with chamomile or, or gentle things and going on to amino acids or uh, other components. Even calcium and magnesium can help help. Uh, the body with certain stresses so you know don't stress too much do what you think you need to do be kind to each other don't add to someone else's stress
0: well that's good advice you know i i think today it's been um it's been hard i think over for many people over the last year and a half and either people have have really kind of you know embraced the changes that they've had to make and other people are I think still struggling with it, but, you know, keeping good information on the forefront is is really, really important. Thank you, Neil, so much. It's always a pleasure to, to have you here with me. I've um, enjoyed our shows for such a long time, and I look forward to them every time I open the book, and I know you're coming on that day. So please set, travel safely, and uh, we'll talk next time around.
1: Thank you very much. Nice
0: talking to you. You too, my friend. My guest today, Neil Levin, representing Now Foods. Always a pleasure. Always great information. And and I think that we never really get enough good information. I don't think you could get too much. I said, because things are changing. You know, the things that I learned 40 years ago, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, even as much as four or five years ago, can be completely different. You know, many of my friends are retiring and they're thinking to themselves, you know, why are you doing this? Aren't you tired of doing the same thing? And I said, it's not the same thing. It's ever it's ever changing and updating and getting better. And this industry is incredible. You know, we've come from a time when it was kind of a, a fun luxury to, um, you know, kind of search out things in the natural products industry. But we messed it up. We screwed up our lives, our, you know we're stressed out, we don't take care of ourselves, and we've turned this industry into an almost necessity of wonderful compliments and alternatives. So yeah, I, I love it. I love being able to chat with my um, wonderful friends and educators and bring great information. Because things you learn today, you might not need today, but maybe a few years down the road you might. So that's nice to know that you might kind of put that away in your bag of tricks for a rainy day. Stay Healthy Health Food Store. That's where I send you for every single thing we talk about here on the show. Not only because they carry the best of the best, but I want you to, you know, uh, you know, interact with knowledgeable people with great customer service and knowledge and information that are educated and relevant. I want you to be able to have those conversations and and correct all of the the misinformation that we pick up along the way. You know, the things that sound too good to be true that usually are. So definitely head over to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. They are Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They're amazing. And because they're a fully packed, full-service store, you're gonna walk into an environment that you're probably not used to. Let's face it, we live in a self-service world. You go to Stay Healthy, it's not a self-service store. You got people there to work with you, talk with you, help you, guide you. And that is exactly what it was all about, for to, to build that store on the premise of help and education and information and education, as well as the highest quality products. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho in Charleston, right next to Smith's open Monday through Saturday, nine to six. They're closed on Sunday. Call them at 877-2494, 877-2494 for instructions and availability of mail order services. Also what I like to call order preparation, which is, you know, when you have one of those weeks, I mean, things are crazy and you need your stuff. So give them a call, they'll get it together. You can then just swoop in, pick it up and be on your way. We don't wanna run out especially of things that are working well for us. So they don't want you to run out either. They want to be there to make sure that you're able to get what you need. Don't forget about their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. You can print coupons to use on your next visit. You can also enter your email address for future newsletters and information and education. And you can listen to any of the radio show broadcasts that are always on demand so they fit your schedule And you know, you might hear a show, one of my great guests, and you might think, you know, Sue might really like that. You know, we were just talking about that the other day. Send her to the webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Tell her the day of the show. Let her download and let her get information. Can't get too much good information, especially when you're trying to formulate a decision or make your mind up about something. Information is education, education is information. Don't forget when you go to the store to fill out a slip for the monthly drawing and check out all the wonderful changes at the store. You're gonna love it. Stay Healthy Health Food Store where they're helping you get healthy, be healthy and stay healthy. Have a great day, God bless.